Um, the the call. Oh, oh we're starting shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! The music didn't play. Oh, <laughs> now you do need what I was gonna say. <laughs> you know what? Ba 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 da dump. Ba 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 da ba dump. Uh, boy, Zencaster really got to get its business together. Oh, this man. is AE Double Back for, uh, uh, I, I guess, um, March 7th. March uh, 7th. It's the Revolution pay-per-view. We're doing an extra episode because, uh, well, the show merits it. Yeah, to, uh, March 7th, 2020 fun. Wow, that was... That that was unwarranted, <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> I wish I had done that. This is Look, a pretty so- fun episode. It was jam packed, just completely yes. jam packed. It was. It was not. It was truly. And I I didn't look at like breakdowns of the of the times or anything like that. Um, and ordinarily, pay per views are still like maybe half matches. I don't know. Um, but this felt like it was 99% matches. Yeah. yeah. I think there was, uh, one backstage segment. Um, and then, you know, your usual, like, uh, this is the hype for the show, uh, or this is the hype for the match that's coming up. Um, there were some brief, um, like, like recap packages of, of plot lines. Like, um, like as often as not, it was like new content intros. Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. enough time to go grab something to drink or to take a piss and then come back. No, you they I mean? for whatever reason they were like, "We are doing it." Uh, I don't like. I don't know like what that like what that what that is, but they they went they really like put it all out there yesterday. Well, here's the thing: the show ran uh, close to four hours. Yeah, yeah. And- as as we've said uh multiple times uh in you know uh the chat beforehand uh there's no filler in this yeah no. like everything is a banger um yeah there are no like, album tracks that you have to convince people like no no this is really this is where the band really shines not their singles um so yeah. no, like, just me that's just something that i say to people okay that's fine we'll, we'll certainly get to it all but truly i i can imagine perhaps one match that was not like an essential view that's how i read it i mean i'll say this my my notes just for the tag uh battle royal alone just go on and on and on and that's a full hour right there we could talk about (laughs) yeah yeah but let us please let us yeah. please talk about so any of it. So we're starting with the pre-show match. Technically, this is pre-show, but I mean, I don't understand how that even reconciles because it's so fucking good. It's got some yeah. incredible uh, people wrestling, so that doesn't make any sense. So we're just gonna say it's the first fucking match. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, this is this is the thing with like you know they're gonna have four shows, and you know what? There's gonna be like essential viewing on all of them yeah i can't watch four shows in a week um it'll be hard to find 
how to figure out how to get through the stuff because this was fantastic. But I, yeah, I'm I'm delighted that at the very least, like it's a match that doesn't belong in the kickoff show. It's like a top of the card level match. But thank thank good to their credit, thank goodness they had the good sense to put in a second women's match at least there. Yeah, uh, I don't remember uh, if either or both of you watched the um, the tournament. But at the end of the Japanese side of it, they had a six-person tag that was, I mean, might have been the best uh, match of the tournament. It was so good. And this had that same sort of feel. It was like, well, this is just kind of like there. It's kind of filler, but it's not. It's just so great. Okay, so let's get into it. So we have (laughs) Britt Baker. Uh, She is with Rebel, but Rebel is hurt. So to replace Rebel is Maki Ito the cutest in the world. Oh man. Um, I mean it is unfucking believable how fun and adorable she is. She came out singing her song. She sang the whole song. Oh dude, and they did it. They like yeah, legit yeah. like because they mixed it poorly. Yeah. Like it wasn't like she was getting buried in the the song that was playing. No. Like they just it like her voice had her friggin' mic and she was good. It was uh she like she came in like a, a true wrecking ball, just this jolt of energy. Mm-hmm. And it was it was honestly like that whole thing, like for for a, a match and an angle and a whole thing that is kind of a that is a, a throwaway. But the whole thing of uh, Rebel being hilariously fake hurt uh and and replaced at that stage by like the most welcome name i think i could have possibly heard um it was a it started the whole show so incredibly and the the dynamic between uh these two teams on one side you had maki ito on the other side you had uh rio and like it was this it was this great like mirror match right. that had some incredible juxtapositions it was so wonderful we had thunder rosa and riho on the other side so obviously this is like really contentious we have the rivalry with thunder rosa and Britt baker already there but then riho and maki ito i i cannot i i'm just so we, it's just not possible to describe how good this was. It just was so good. And if you don't know who Maki Ito is, she does go by Ito-chan, the cutest in the world. That is her tagline. Mm-hmm. And throughout this match, if she got hurt, she'll do these like fake like anime looking cries. Oh my God. Oh. The, the crying it's is so cute and funny. It's- it's a million dollar move. It's it really is. amazing. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. And then Fan, like fantastic. she's like all smiling and pointing to her dimples as she beats the fuck out of people. You know what I mean? It's just awesome. Just awesome. What a no, great it's... bit to play on. And she also talks about how or one of her things is she's got the hardest head or something like this. So one of her <laughs> her uh, official moves has something to do with just jumping off the ropes and hitting someone like head first. <laughs> yeah, it's just a friggin' headbutt. It's just a headbutt <laughs> from this tiny little girl and she sells it and the uh, her opponents sell it and it's just beautiful. It's 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 this thing that is like um you know, it, 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 it's like a, an Andy Warhol, uh, uh, Campbell soup, uh, painting, right? Like 
one person can do this thing and get away with it and be a genius or a visionary or something like that. Five people can't do that and make something of it. One gets to. I mean, it was such a thumbs up. I can't even handle how good I, how much Um, I like it. Honestly, getting strong MJF vibes from it because yeah, Yeah. it is a real basic uh, concept. Like if you pitch this thing, like, oh, great. Yeah. uh, A a singer who's, you know, uh, I think she's real cute fine but just the the flourishes just the way she comports herself mm-hmm. um like she's oh just God. the best at it no, it's, and it's, then she and then she freaking flips people off she yeah at the end of the match fingers fly and you're like what <laughs> yeah like uh like she could have gotten away with being a total not worker yeah um because that side of her is so good but she gets in the ring and she's doing insano stuff as well. Yeah, totally. It's almost unfair. And, and yeah, like, yeah, I could, yeah, she's, yeah, like, uh, like, like a, if she a, wanted to, she could have leaned hard on gimmick, leaned hard on gimmick and just left it at that. But she happens to also be really good, just like MJF, you know, where he could lean hard on gimmick alone and get away with it, but he's also really good in the ring. So, it, yeah, she's a superstar. I'm yeah, only, yeah. I am concerned because I had heard that she was still um, under contract yeah. over at DDT Pro. And so, like, they may not be able to get her. Or, you know, like, she may just show up uh, sporadically. I really hope they do figure out how to get her over here regularly. Cause, yeah. Um, yeah. Because like, yeah. I, I, as I told you both pre show, like, was so, it, like, was so taken with uh, Maki specifically, but also uh, uh, Sakazaki from the uh, the tournament, uh, that I signed up for the DDT, um, like, Russell Universe uh, streaming site just so I could ensure that I would get to see Maki more. Uh-huh. But if she gets to have a showcase in, in the U.S. long term, that would be amazing for everyone. Yeah. And also, yeah, like uh, when when the uh, when this tournament got announced, there are a bunch of Japanese names that I didn't recognize. I, I I went on to YouTube and I looked around a little bit, like, oh, here's a video uh, about this person named Maki Ito. So and this was, you know, like less than a month ago, and just watching that, the video wasn't particularly well put together, but it kind of told the story about how she was a uh, um, she was like a legit. Um, uh, idol star in Japan and then you know because of the way the industry works she just you know like wasn't very good couldn't hack it and uh became a pro wrestler however much of that is like actual storyline and how much you know like it appears that she actually was in a singing group mm-hmm. um uh just like I was like this is great and then I saw her I'm like okay well she's uh, in my in my uh top five favorite wrestlers in the world right now yeah uh, i was about to say my favorite but i was like oh but ricky starks though it's and, really oh, but, like, it, if we, she's top tier if we go down that road but 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 truly like yeah like at this snapshot moment like there's not anyone i want to watch more which like in this show to say that is incredible um like yeah well i don't know how long we've talked about this match already but <laughs> yeah i know Oh god, we're never gonna like, make it. Thumbs through up. The Let's just thumbs it up. Thumbs up. Thumbs yeah, up. and and not to not to discount what Thunder and and absolutely and not. And it was Brit, a fantastic match. Uh, but like we we were talking about like this breakout person so much, but everyone did their their bit. It was everybody was great. And you know, Riho, I liked her a lot more in this setting. I don't know. 
where the change was exactly for me. But, you know, last time I just was, it, it was just such a, a different style from Serena Deeb. It didn't square well with me. Also, you missed um, when she was in uh, the first time around. Right. She she was in for a while and we got to see a lot of Riho and like uh, uh, she, we got to see a lot of what she did. She does a lot. Yeah. So, uh, but this time around, uh, the setting was right. Everything was right. And she's fantastic as well. So, mm. and of course, th- so is Thunder Rosa and uh, mm. to my dismay, Britt Baker. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was um, like, it, like there's the, like you, like how many times can we r- repeat ourselves? Uh, just a phenom- phenomenal, phenomenal work all around. And I hope to God that whether or not the world becomes safer for international travel and all the Joshi women can come back around on a regular basis or not like that. They're like, we can do two matches a week. We can do it for the, for the women. Hey, four shows. We could give them an entire show. Yeah. I'm do it. Hell them. yes. Um, yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Thumbs so up. So now moving into like the main quote unquote part of the show. You see a lot of the daily place. There's a whole crowd. Like, it's pretty full in there. Um, they added cool LCD flooring for the back state, like the stage part, you know, behind the ring, which I thought was really cool. Um, MJF and Jericho versus the Young Bucks is the first official match. Uh, MJF's robe was hilarious to me. It had real Ric Flair vibes, but he still added some weird Burberry like material. He had a panel of Burberry within the robe. It was just kind of funny. And incidentally, since like uh, since in in the Phoenix area, I today uh, today I decided was the first official. It's it's hot day, so <laughs> I think in Jacksonville. That must have been a sacrifice. <laughs> um, there, MJF and Jericho had a lot of funny bits. Like Jericho at one point grabbed one of the uh, Young Bucks belts and just smiled and held it up. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? like yeah. for no fucking reason. That, that, was, uh, that was like another one of those like simple like a brick moves um, that is so effective when – the right person does it well. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was taking a moment and, and admiring how skillfully uh, Aubrey um, plays those moments. Like how much I enjoy watching her just display the belt, and and Jericho comes in like an asshole, and it was much he had fun. The shit eating grin on his face and just grabs <laughs> the belt. Like, oh god, it was. I just love him so much. Um. This was a fantastic match. Uh, there was so much back and forth and so many near wins. And, you know, I know I've said this before, the Bucks make everyone look better, but so do MJF and Jericho. So these two teams put together, it was really fucking phenomenal. And I couldn't love it any more than I do. The Bucks win, so there's no belt change. But for honestly, for an extended length of time, I was like, they might give it to Jericho. They might fucking do this. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like this was this was uh one of many matches that had great import as far as dynamite goes mm-hmm. that felt like it went down to the wire. 
it like where they were allowing for the possibility like down all the all the way it was just a, it was a, it was a very close match yeah i um like for, first off i gave this a thumbs up okay. uh, I, I it was a good match and no amount of me being like well but they could have uh, uh, is going to take away from the fact that it was a good match and it was uh, um it was compelling all the way through there's not really meant any stakes for me in this like young bucks are fine uh mjf and um uh jericho as a team are fine i don't care if either of them have the belt it's not like uh the sort of uh situation where like i really want team a or team b to win so like um and as a as an opening match i mean as if you didn't watch the opening opening the pre-show match um I really want that first match to be just like and blow me away with like real big athletic, you know, uh, um, flashy stuff. You know what? Uh, just like, I, I don't need nuts and bolts. I just want big and flashy. So I get excited. And this was like a uh, real great nuts and bolts stuff, like real great, uh, um, technical work. Uh, and so like, uh, as, as an opener, I'm like, eh, this is okay. The Bucks but did so good. Flying. Uh, double flying, whatever it is called. Uh, yeah, they did do that. Those uh, that stereo uh, mm. um, splash off the top yeah. rope, which was it looked good. It yeah. looked good from every angle they shot it from, which was, I mean, several. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like um, I'll, sometimes I am impatient with their uh, like synchronized moves, but for the most part, for a while, I feel like it's been the right mix. So that I'm like, oh, I, I can just enjoy that they yet again did it perfectly timed. Um, it was yeah, that it was like the like there were some really cool moves and some really some really great trolling. Uh, Thumbs as, up. Yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. All right, so then we've got. Um, the Casino Royale match. Now a new team enters every 90 seconds. This is real. This is pretty much the same as a Royal Rumble, but it's like tag teams. Um, and uh, in order, it was the Natural Nightmares. Yes. It was five and 10 of the Dark Order. Santana and Ortiz, Matt and Mike Seidel, uh, uh, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno of the Dark Order. The Gun Club. Oh, right. They were a thing. Uh, Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Uh, the Varsity Blondes. Still need to add that Ian Blonde. Mm-hmm. Bear Country. This is my first... Uh, I've heard about Bear Country. It's the first time seeing them. What? Um, no, I, think I, just, I must have mentioned them from Dark. They're like a... No, no. That's what I'm saying. I've heard them of them. I haven't yeah. seen them with my eyeballs. Right. And yeah. now that I see them, I'm like, oh, these guys are just a, a, a bigger heavy machinery. All right. I got you know, it. You know, something I uh, think about all the time now is that you don't see anything. Your eyeballs see it and they tell your brain what they saw, but you you still haven't you still haven't seen Bear Country. You have secondhand information from your eyes. <laughs> I got which is through another processing unit of the camera to electronic uh broadcasting down to earth. Um all of which is are made of lies. And this I is mean, so if important. we go by that logic, we haven't done anything ever. We haven't touched anything. Well, no, it's not that you anything. haven't. It's not that you, you haven't correct. done it. You just don't have. You don't have true firsthand 
like sensory experience of it. But We're all living in that a cave. is one of our senses and all of our senses go through the same process. So if we go by that logic, that means we have never done Ne- we've never had a first-hand experience of anything. No, we've it's never true. done an episode no, of the show. You, you have- I haven't even gotten through the wrestlers. I yet. know. Let's hold get, on. Let's do this. Hold on. <laughs> we'll get into the metaphysics okay. of this in a minute. Uh, next, Jurassic for two hours. next is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yes. Then Butcher but- and the Blade. Yep. Private Party. Mm-hmm. SCU. Mm-hmm. Phoenix and Pack. Death Triangle. And then mm-hmm. we've got Dark Order, Silver, and Reynolds. So we've got yeah. three Dark Order teams. Altogether, there were like uh, 15, four, 14 or 15 teams, something like that. 15. 15. 16. 16? No, 16. Nope, sorry, 15. You're 15. No, because so like, there, like there were, the as you say, there were like three teams from Dark Order. So that is... Um, Six people. Uh, yeah, so six of the 30 people that were in the ring all together. Yeah. 20% of the, the, the man meat in there oh, were man. Dark Order. Uh, I but- wrote down which when they left, not that we are going to oh, go through it. But- oh, no, yeah, I couldn't well, even. Please, 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 let's not. Um, but like the big picture of it for me is that once again, AEW does did very well at how they how they break down and portion out the action and the moments and the shifts in rhythm yeah. of a crazy mass of humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like the, the, the way they went from the, the, the two teams and four people back down to one after bulging in the middle, like it was never, never boring. It was, it always had moments that were happening, stories that were playing out. Like yeah. um, it was, it was, persistently engaging and entertaining and coherent including uh, a story that will probably play out more in weeks coming but uh qt marshall uh pushed out one of the um now i can't remember if it was one of the gun club guys but uh, i think it was it was and, yeah, yeah. yeah it was and called, Dustin um, Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes got mad because he and yelled at QT Marshall because he's like, you know, those guys are on our side. What the fuck are you doing? And so QT Marshall just jumps out of the fucking ring because he's like, fuck you. you know, <laughs> now I'm out. So deal with it yourself. Yeah. Um, was, and that yeah. is going to be a really interesting story to follow. I mean, maybe not that interesting, but <laughs> it'll be interesting enough. In terms of down card like goings on, like you could do worse. Uh, yeah. yeah and then I, we- I assume there's more of this story on dark that I am not familiar with, sure. but I appreciate the economy of storytelling that like, ah, that's a thing that's going to happen. I'll look for that later. Absolutely. Uh, we got enough time with bear country to where I can tell you one of the guys is their named Bronson and Boulder and Boulder mm-hmm. is the most enormous human just <laughs> big and tall, and I mean tall and big. I was and like, I- this guy, what the fuck? Where did he crawl out of? Because he's so massive. <laughs> like he could do he could just do anything, right? They didn't <laughs> give them a shitload of time to showcase things, but you saw just enough. And I wanna I wanna stress that he goes by the name Boulder Bear. <laughs> Yeah, that is a that's a choice. <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah. Like uh, th- like this, th- this uh, match was uh, exceptional in how it uh, showed us a little bit of a lot of 
people that we might want to see more of. And some of them were big guys that are always needed. Um, so it was great. And One of my is- notes is that uh, uh, I like his matches because it helps introduce people. Mm-hmm. They come in, they have like 10 seconds to do a one or two big things. And you're like, oh, wow, that was pretty cool. Okay, and, now we got to move on and do on. But and it's they great. get all it's, their it's, weird bits in. Peter Avalon got his bits in. You know, it's like a topic. Butcher. <laughs> it's, it's like a character showcase that you don't want to die during. <laughs> um, and there was one point where Phoenix flew out of the ring to tackle somebody and he flew in between the middle and top rope, which anytime God someone does that, I'm just Phoenix. like, what in oh, the goddamn fuck? Oh, how are you so, how are you able to focus your aim like that? I've, he keeps overshooting people and plowing into the barrier <laughs> which can't be good he's gonna rip his dick off i, mean, I think people are just scared to catch him you know i think they just are like kind of no, ducking <laughs> he is moving too fucking fast because there are there are tope suicidas and then there's ray phoenix tope suicidas and there is there is a uh an order of magnitude difference well anyway so they they tried to bust him on it and uh, it was clarified that he went through the – he didn't go over the top, so he mm-hmm. wasn't technically out. Which then, as everybody starts, you know, getting thrown out as we go, it ends up with just being between Jungle Boy and Phoenix. And I thought it, they, it, they it, get, did this for Jungle Boy last time, and this is how he was able to go through last time. So I was like, I bet it's going to be Phoenix this time around. And it absolutely was, and Pac and Phoenix are, you know, up for the belt. Yep. And that's um, it's a great it's a great call. It's uh, like like that like this match produced a number of things that we're gonna want to see lots more of. Uh, uh, that's it, it's it's just a great great match. Yeah, I thumbsed it up. Oh goodness! Yeah, so much so. Yeah. Um, the the one thing that I was not happy about was I, f- uh, I believe it was Tony Schiavone was talking about uh, um, Tantana Ortiz, and he was like, "Oh, he's got that great Brillo hair." I'm like, all right, all right. I didn't hear that. Dial that shit back, the Tony. Fuck I d- is I that? that? I did hear that. That's he's trying to. He was trying to be like. Thing. He's trying to be fun because he's like, "Oh, they have great hair." Uh, but then he kind of goes a little further than he ought to, and, like, and uses Rrr. a word that's like used against people yeah. with textured hair. Fuck that, dude! He was <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't uh, like. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a white man, but I know hair, and I know hair boundaries. Uh, <laughs> like there, don't go, don't go there, Tony. Yeah. Uh, that being said, though, like. Honestly, and this is because I, I know it's because I uh, have a real uh, soft spot for Butcher and a Blade. Mm-hmm. But when they came in, it felt like, uh, like, oh, these guys are winning it. They're looking so great. Honestly, but then, yeah. then uh, uh, Jurassic Park came in. I was like, oh, right. My mistake. Of course, mm-hmm. they're going to win <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, um, like, like uh, you, you, they're like, and, and, and maybe more... Like there were some guys that were in this one where it was like, "You're not. It's not you." No, like, you're there, they're there to do like one thing. Like Cesar Bononi um, and uh, uh, Peter Avalon did like some stuff. And you're like, "Oh, 
Or, I want to see them again. Or you're not seriously going to do SCU. But uh, back up one second, because Robert did call them Jurassic Park. Oh, did no. I do that? I oh, definitely no. I just wanted oh, no. to underline Jurassic that. No. Express. I'm just underlining. So, again. so Carnosaur, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but then also when Silver and Reynolds came in, I also was like, oh, they're going to win. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I am... I'm real bad at this, you guys. There was a lot of great teams. I mean, yeah, it was like, pretty much everybody that you like was out there, even I the people you don't like. So. Like a third to a half of these teams were, I think, plausible winners. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, really depending deep. on where they want to push things or depending on who they want to put up against the Bucks. Because, like, like yeah. I, yeah, I want to see so much more Bear Country. I want to see so much more like Death Triangle. I want to see more Lucha Brother. Like you know, like 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 um. Or if you're Jr. Quote: You can feed me all the Johnny Hungy and Pack <laughs> matches you can get. Unquote. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which I agree with, but also that's a real weird way of phrasing it. Very weird way to say it. Yeah, well, like you know, like you know, if, as long as the weirdness goes in that direction from him, you count your Fair. blessings. The other thing that uh, uh, the one other thing that bothered me was uh, when Jr. said, "I just jinxed his big ass about <laughs> the butcher." We ew ew man, <laughs> don't talk about his big ass. Don't talk about jinxing it. You just stay away from my my lovely, lovely butcher and or blade. He just jinxed him right up the ass is what happened. That's what happened. And I'm not I'm not here for it. Triple <laughs> thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And no question. We then have Paul White coming out again, a.k.a. No longer well, Big Show. The Go Big Show is there. Um, But he basically just came out to say exactly what he had said before, which is like, mm, somebody's getting signed and you don't know who it is, but I'll tell you this, you can't outwork the guy. So whatever. I don't know what that means. Maybe some people did. I think a lot of people were surprised by who was signed, but we'll talk about that later. You know what this is? This is Nostradamus all over again. He he comes <laughs> out with some cryptic bullshit that could mean a dozen things. And, and later he's like, well, look, uh, uh, 800 years ago, uh, which is when the last dynamite happened, uh, I knew. And this is the proof. I said the thing about working. Uh, so, I get, I, hey, okay. this guy can wrestle <laughs> i know who it, he he has two arms and two legs so i guess what i'm saying is paul paul white i think you might be all full of bullshit and you I never knew it. you know oh, you, you middled it the I shirt literally it. says that there is no more bs so yeah. i don't know what you're talking about calder uh <laughs> I middled it because, like, you know, it, he was just cheerful and happy to be there. And I liked that little break in energy, but, um, you know, he didn't add anything. Yeah, I will say that, uh, like I was s- talking about before uh, we started, like, in a four-hour show, there are going to be parts that people have to go up and pee for. Yeah. So you can't have uh, literally, you know, five-star matches back to back to back to back with, like, no break. So, obviously, there's going to be some stuff where you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All that, so, I understand. All that being said, I'm still going to thumbs it down because down. it didn't add anything. Oh. didn't add anything. And, down. like, I've got nothing. It's not one of a bad thumbs down. It's just, like, I don't care. And there's nothing for it. I, yeah, I mean, I appreciate the necessity of, like, negative space in any creation 
uh but i'm just not gonna thumbs up the the blank space like it, it was a it was a middle for me because there was nothing wrong with it and it probably had to happen even though i didn't ever take my eyes off the screen okay. uh so yeah. as you people listening right now it's been 30 minutes already and we've only gone through two matches or technically three no i'm sorry three matches so it's gonna be like that because all of this all of these were great so just hang in there because yeah it's we have a lot to say you should just watch the fucking show yeah like we're gonna talk about it because that's what we do you can look at the notes and they'll say what percent we gave the show (laughs) at any point you can bail like this is i've I, I just need to know the number. The number's <laughs> already there. So if you're here, uh, welcome. Stay for a while. Yeah. Have a Rice Krispie treat. Totally. Yeah, like at some point, I'm j- I always just say, like, turn us off, watch the show, and then maybe come back to a- enjoy the, the remembrance with us. Uh, I don't know how we're going to condense down any of the remaining I segments. know. I was having that thought. That's why I wanted to put that disclaimer out there. Like, this is going <laughs> to be a long one, and I am sorry. Look, so- as long as we get done before my kid gets up from his nap, we're fine. <laughs> All right. Fingers crossed. Uh, drug him, baby. <clears throat> um, we've got Mizunami. Also, really interesting. Um, sorry, uh, but like... I didn't realize that Al Snow was part of the front office. Um, he's uh, um, an, an old school wrestler uh, who I'm a big fan of and um, uh, became a trainer a long time ago. Uh, really great. Really just a, a wonderful mind for wrestling. And if you uh, watch any of uh, interviews with him, uh, like on YouTube or whatever, really fantastic uh, to get a sense of you know, like is, is what he, this is all about. Is he a beautiful mind where the camera spins around him while he feverishly devises crazy uh, like configurations of... You know uh, what? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm just going to say yes to that. That's absolutely what happened. Uh, also, I did not realize that Jerry Lynn um, was uh, in the office there somewhere. He's another guy, uh, an old ECW. I know him from ECW, who just has a tremendously long career as an indie wrestler. Just amazing just like an amazing worker and long regard is, you know, like uh, one of the greats in that regard. And, there are, uh, there, and it's, there are, I love that those people are like still getting paid to do this. And, uh, you know, and I think about this sometimes, like surely there must be assholes in the bunch or people that are not amazing at their jobs necessarily, like are, are not like the, like art artists of this field, but everyone that I'm ever aware of is like, is like somebody like that. Like they go way back. They know everything. They knew everyone, uh, and they're like a joy to have around. And and like I don't know, that vibe always comes through. Yeah, you really hope it's like that. But like uh, I've I've heard like and yeah, hopefully when they, by the time they get to AEW, they've winnowed out all the creeps. But like every once in a while, it's like a creep will pop up. Like Joey Ryan seemed like a really cool dude. Nope. Total piece of crap. Uh, Marty Skrull seemed like a real uh, a nice guy. Uh, I, 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 uh, I bought some merch from him at a PWG show once. Nope. Total piece of crap. I'm like, Jesus, man. It happens. But and yeah, not this guy. So we've got Mizunami. Uh, she we start with a really cool interview. This is one of those mini like 
uh, promos that they've been, that they do throughout the show. Um, mm-hmm. just to give you a little more time before the actual match, probably if you need a break, but it was a really great one. It was really great to see, uh, her sort of career and connection to Sheeta because we go right into the Mizunami versus Sheeta match. Also though, you can, you can and should do this with people who can't speak English. Yeah, absolutely. Just subtitle them, give them, you know, like let, let their energy come through. Totally. Cause I mean, my God, Mizunami, her energy came through. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And they should have done that with Sheeta, honestly, because yep. I, I I guarantee had she been able to speak her own language and just have subtitles, we would have mm-hmm. gotten this Sheeta like a year ago. Yep. But yeah. the Sheeta we saw tonight, or sorry, last night, uh, she had a new outfit, way better, way better. A new robe, it was so much better. I, I loved it. I immediately was like, thank you so much for taking somebody's note. Maybe it was mine, mm, but probably perhaps. not. <laughs> you know, uh, that because you had Mizunami whose outfit is totally crazy, but like very well put together. And you it's just you're on if you're on that level, then get on that level, you know? Well, they also brought up that difference though between the different schools and Mizunami yes. is like a little looser and she does a little more uptight. Yes. So fucking sell that. Yes. Sell that she's fucking. like a traditionalist. Yes. Yeah. It was a great way to introduce the two of them and why they they're why they look so different in the ring. Um, but my God, it was it, it was fucking this was such a phenomenal match. I mean, phenomenal match. If you were ever on the fence about Sheeta, oh man, like I have been, you can't, you cannot dispute this match. It is, yeah. Oh. And, and, yeah. and I felt like this was like there would there would be different benefits from the tournament that they that they did. Hopefully, you unearth some new gems, or you you know I don't know you just fill some more hours like you have to do. But like the most important thing I think was really boosting Sheeta, and they did it. Like Absolutely. this is definitely like a high water mark for her. Where going forward, there's got to be more excitement, and hopefully they see the path that's really going to work for her. Cause I feel like they've been forcing something, something's been, there's been a false note or something, but this dynamic, like, like, re- like wrestling, uh, uh, Mizunami, who is a joy as well. Um, who, who brings this wonderful swaggering, cocky jerk energy, um, this flamboyance that is that balanced so well. And the two of them, we're doing some wild stuff. Um, just can't say enough good things here. There was something that they did pr- uh, prior to the match during the Mizunami sort of promo where they talked about how um, they have wrestled three different times before and each time it's come to a draw. So there was a point in this match where, you know, they were physically exhausted. They both were laid out on the floor of the mat. And, you know, it was in my mind, as I'm sure with everyone else that was watching the idea of like, will this also be a draw? You know, are they Mm going to get to a point where it's just a draw, but they both get up kind of holding each other's hands and start doing the taking strikes to the head back and forth. They were both fucking laughing. Mm, yes back and forth and i was like this is fucking when they phenomenal did that, and hilarious and wonderful it's just fabulous 
I popped so hard when they did that spot on Wednesday where like, she, she, like grabbed hands a shake yeah. and she started wailing on each other. Yeah. Pam, Pam. Uh, that's one of the things that, um, I love about the Japanese style. It's not great for the wrestlers. Uh, but like the way they work stiff, mm-hmm. um, and like they lay in like, and you're like, Oh, I felt that. That didn't look like a, you know, like a, a big wind up and a slap that sounded loud, but isn't real, doesn't look like it hurts. Yeah. These look like they hurt. They look like you're some just like clubbing each other. And, um, yeah, this, this, they brought that style here and I was for it. Yeah. And I, I, you know, like, like this is, there's, we don't have the time for philosophical stuff, but I have so much admiration and so much respect and so much appreciation for the willingness to give, too much to to give more than you have mm. to give yourself faster than you have to so that you are spent and broken when you might have been earning still older like the willingness to give us that much is so incredible and i i couldn't be more like i see it when we do have time to talk about philosophy and wrestling at some point we will go into why uh, um, uh, Mick Foley is my favorite wrestler of all time. And that is very much a part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but just like it, it paid off. Like I'm going to be so, I, I just want to say, I hope she gets like one program where she's just rolling with a full head of steam and she, she boots ass. And then maybe you start get to get to the point where her dropping the belt would mean something, but they mm-hmm. really did what they had to do. Yeah. So she'd have won. And at that point, Nyla ran in, started beating her up, uh, started beating up Sheeta and Mizunami, and then Britt, uh, Maki Ito, Rebel. Mm. And then Thunder Rosa came in. The minute Thunder mm. Rosa came in, they all scattered. And then it looked like they were like on two different sides one side being Thunder Rosa, Sheeta, and Mizunami, looking mm. like they are have each other's back. And I was like, "Is if this becomes a three-on-three at some point, I am so for it." Oh my god! I'm yeah. like, happy. It would also be a like way to maybe this to get Rebel in. <laughs> it also would be a way to get Rebel back in as far as like wrestling because people have been talking about it. We haven't seen it yet. At but- this point, I'm almost certain that she uh, is not wrestling mm. uh, because it, they have had so many opportunities. So I'm pretty sure she's just like. She's like a valet. Yeah. Which is fine. So, yeah. so then after the uh, Nyla, Britt, and Maki and Rebel leave. But I mean, Nyla, Britt, and Maki, that's a great fucking three-person yeah. team. No, no. They they yeah. they schedule later on. They said that uh, that six-person tag oh, is going to be on Wednesday. Oh, great. That's going to uh, be, yeah. so, be goddamn amazing. Yeah. It's going to be great. Gonna be Please great. let us not skip over mm. the part where was, Maki is biting Rio's fingers. Oh, and man. The look in her eyes <laughs> is just bananas. And it was so good. Uh, just go back. Just go for, go for that, like, that six seconds shot where we see her eyes as she's biting. And it's worth the 50 bucks for the pay per view right oh, there. Um, and also, you know, after that moment and the, uh, the heel sleeve, Mizunami. Uh, and Shida, Shida's like, they're kind of kneeling and Mizunami bows, which is like, I know a thing that they do 
um, in, you know, Japanese matches, but, you know, we never see that here. So she just trying to shake her hands mm. <laughs> again. And like, Mizunari is bowing, which is, it was really sweet. And I was like, that's cool. Cause like, you know, it's respect, no love lost, um, but no hard feelings. That is something I enjoy so much about the way it often seems to go in Japan from what I have watched is that they they have this baseline of 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 sportsmanship that really makes uh the divergences from that contrast in a pleasing way and mm-hmm. then even if that never happens the the pleasure in watching like two perform two uh, competitors just have a moment of professional amity mm-hmm is itself joyful. It's it's great. Well, anytime you want to drop more money to uh, get Ring of Honor. Oh, wait. Do they even have a, a service anymore? I think they do. I think they do. There was a point where that was the only way you could get it. And that's like their their big thing is like, you know, people respect each other. And there's a code and you shake hands and all that. And Ring so, of Honor. Uh, and, and Bloodsport is mm-hmm. is like like that. Yeah. a lot and that's something that is great about it is that it's just two men two or, or two people as we learn from the next blood sport yeah uh exciting um but uh, yeah yeah ab- about about some of these uh, these particular people in this show that was something I, I i definitely dug okay then we have the match with miro and kip sabian versus orange cassidy and chuck taylor um now they beat up orange backstage and they also beat up chuck taylor they throw orange through a um no they throw chuck i'm sorry they throw chuck sorry they throw chuck through a window that's right and um so he's all cut up miro says play my music and he drags chuck out with him um and you know it took a long time before orange finally joined but my favorite moments are, you know, Cassidy being classic Orange Cassidy versus Moreau because I love those, like, the crowd when when Orange Cassidy taps his shoe and the crowd go like, oh, like that shit is so fun and funny. Um, it was – I mean, this was the least blood we saw the night, but Moreau was covered in some of Chuck's blood at one point. Yeah, that, I was like, Ugh. there was a little blood, and and uh, like even though I should have known better, I was like, well, here's the bloody match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there can't be anything else this uh, pay per view scheduled. In my uh, note, requisite bloody match, as if they had checked <laughs> the box and we're going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, Moreau had a really interesting hold at the end that made Chuck tap, which I thought it was interesting because he, like, waited a while before he did the finisher for himself. Anyways, whatever. I just thought it looked cool. Um, The match itself was fine. It's so hard because I feel like if this happened on Dynamite, I would have thumbsed it up. And in a way, I want to thumbs it up, but I middled it because this show has so much good shit. It's like impossible to measure up. And so I middled it. That's exactly how I felt. I middled it as well, not because I – there was a there was just a different barometer here. Yeah. I, I I felt as if giving it anything more would be disrespectful to yeah what what else we saw and I was like that's 
not right. I can't, I can't, they're, they don't exist on that plane. Yeah, so, exactly. So, but, but like it would, it truly would otherwise be an up and an unmissable match. Like it was the best that most, and most of these people have been, except for Orange, uh, who's been in some already great stuff. But it, yeah, it was frustrating to feel like I couldn't give it everything. Yeah. I thumbs it up, you fucking downers. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, uh, um, I'm i not the biggest fan in any way, shape, or form of this angle. I like all of the wrestlers individually. Um, there was one spot where um, uh, Miro uh, picks Orange up for a suplex, and then... Uh, Cassidy uh, reverses it into a, a sitting stunner, but you could see for just a split second where basically Miro lifted him up and then carried him over into that position. And I'm like, oh my God, like I know that Miro is strong, yeah. but the way he just moved him like mm. a baby yeah. was insane. Like and, he and, is so strong. And that, <laughs> that might have been the most impressive carry that happened live. However, <laughs> uh but uh, yeah so like um uh, none of this like moved me but i watched it and um even now like i i have vague recollections of it it didn't uh, uh hit me emotionally but i still at the time gave it a thumbs up because like this is a really good match they yeah. did all of the things and um uh they're all very skilled and yeah there you go yeah it, it was really good i just like maybe for one day only felt like these thumbs ups are like medals of honor. I, everybody can't get one. Don't defend it, you you boring ass thumbs downy <laughs> jerk face. Uh, How dare you? We have after this an interview with Jericho and MJF because they just lost their match, and oh, the interviewer is like, uh, "So, how do you feel? You know, now that you failed?" And Jericho is like, "Failed." We failed, you fathead mm-hmm. idiot. <laughs> I just wrote down, I fucking love Jericho so much. <laughs> Basically, we're going to hear more about this on Wednesday. There's going to be a change in the group. Jericho mentioned something about, you know, as a army, you got to change tactics. But it looked like MJF had his own uh, announcement to make. And I'm wondering if that means MJF is leaving or going to try and take over. But, um, you know, more inner circle drama. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's what gives me my thumbs up here is that like MJF particularly like Jer- Jericho was his regular great and very fun and funny. But um, MJF, the way he leaves it is so foreboding and so ominous like that. It really heightened my interest in the next uh, in the next move. Like, I don't know. If it's this week that we're going to see him make his play, but it certainly seemed like he was looking to push out Jericho. That's what it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Like when people say that like wrestling is fake, then, you know, you counter with, uh, yeah, but so is every movie, like literally every movie that isn't a documentary is fake. And it's all about like, how much can you, how much are you willing to suspend your disbelief? um based on you know what the product that is being provided to you and if uh if if people are real good you're like yeah you know what i'm buying into this obviously it's it's not real i'm buying into this and the number of times that mjf has made me think 
oh my goodness, is this the point where he turns on Chris Jericho? Yeah. It's, I've lost count because I know he's going to do it. He knows he's going to do it. Everybody knows he's going to do it. And, uh, it's, it's like a, it's like a, um, somebody kicking out, um, near mm-hmm. the end of a match when, uh, you're properly invested, when the people are doing their jobs right, even though you know they're not going to win this stupid belt, you still like for a hot second are like, oh, is this? And, MJF is so friggin' good that he just over and over again makes me think that and like like it shuts down uh my thinky parts of the brain uh and just I I'm just like uh is this so No it's yeah, it's, it's truly to. like they are so excellent at playing you and and making you lose yourself and like at some point it's got to be the the moment surely yeah. you know you're like it's like a magician it, it's like, it, you know yeah. the apple's still there, but, but where it's, is it? It's like uh, Floyd Mayweather, where you're like, I hate that piece of shit so bad, and this dumbass stiff is gonna take his ass down because somebody has to. And <laughs> you know, like Mayweather made a multi-decade career of that, and they are being so patient with this one. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like you, like you remember uh, the 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 MJF betrayal of of Cody Rhodes. And that, by comparison, happened in the blink of an eye, but the yeah. payoff was so good. And they are just like it's it's pretty great. I have a lot of respect for the discipline they're showing right now. Thumbs up in, in it. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Thumbs up. We've got then something we've been looking forward to: Matt Hardy versus Hangman Adam Page. Uh, who is gonna win all the monies? Um, <laughs> Big money match. No whammies. Uh, yeah, so I, okay, so we do have some interference with Marquen and Isaiah Cassidy, but we also have the Dark Order coming to help Hangman Adam Page, <laughs> and it was so cute, and somebody said, oh, this was later on, someone said he's rich in friendship, which I thought was cute, mm, but, um. Uh, no, no, no one is, no one is poor that has friends. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we've got. I, I mean, it was just a really great physical match. Um, Matt was funny. Oh, God, his face and some of his moves sometimes are just so funny, even though like they're serious heel moves. But um, you know, and Paige is great. Like yeah. he's physical endurance and his ability to sell a lot of this and his down and out moment, you know, was so great. But one of the best moments of the night was when the dark order, he was Mm. falling backwards. He got Mm -hmm. kicked or something was falling back off the apron and the entire dark order was there like a trust fall and then just pushed him back up. (laughs) I was like, that is goddamn. It was like a, it was, it was like a, it was like a lumberjack match where you happen to land with your friends. Uh, It was, (laughs) well, the, the beautiful thing about it was that it, uh, it, mirrored when they saved him uh during a uh battle royal i think it was where like mm. if your feet touch the floor you're out <gasps> oh yeah. in this case um the their interference in air quotes didn't actually help that much it was just like a gesture a beautiful sweet gesture to get him on so, his feet yeah yeah so yeah. it didn't it wasn't like uh you know they clocked uh they cheated and and clocked a uh, um Hardy and you know then uh, um, Paige was able to get a cheap pin. They just did this like 
buddy move that uh, um, it was like he moral still gets support. over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. Because did they give him a slight boost in momentum? Maybe not. Not in a way that would have really meant anything. Like he could have, he could have gotten back in the ring and probably done the same thing. But it really, it really, what it kind of was was the Han Solo blow this thing and let's all go home. Yeah, it didn't feel uh, like a cheat. It didn't feel like a heel move. Right. It was a friend move. No, I mean, like the Dark, <laughs> the dark Order is pretty much full face now, right? I mean, yeah, I okay, so. and here's what really clinches it. Because at the end, Adam wins, mm. and they do a group hug. They and do a it group was hug. the cutest group hug. Their no, faces, like, they, they were so giddy. Their faces, I was like, I'm, I'm dead. They are <laughs> fucking the most cute adorable baby faces right now no, i mean I, have, I, I just want to bottle john silver and and, and drink him i want to do the, the weird jr like, thing all giddy. It was so cute. uh i have almost no notes for this match uh aside from like okay i'm smiling yeah. which has like like I, I couldn't find any other way to to convey just that sense of happiness i felt at the end of the match yeah. like yes this is good. It was yeah. thumbs up for me. Yeah, and and, and uh, like I the, the 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 only really important note that I had was about how after the uh, the the victory they were going to celebrate with hangman wisers. <laughs> Weird. And I was like, Cause yeah, because he's, he's a buddy. Sell me, sell me hangman wisers. If you <laughs> you put that on shop AEW. <laughs> Tw- like twenty five ninety nine for a twelve pack, right next to little butter the bubbly. Oh man! It, but make more of of Hangman Weisers than they make up a little bit of the bubbly because they make like five bottles. Uh, the, the only other note that I had was the uh, I think it was Jr. Uh, mentioning that page is twenty nine. Hardy's wrestling career is twenty eight and a half years. It's absolutely like, oh my god, have I been watching wrestling for that fucking long? Yeah, you but, have. but but it really highlights what the future of AEW is. Like yeah. even when it sometimes appears that they give themselves over to to the old men, which occasionally happens, but they're 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 young, promising guys are not even promising. They're just delivering and they are crazy young. And and to think of Hangman being under 30 and I'm just like, I want him to I am like, I'm so impatient. I want him to win the 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 AEW title like tomorrow because I want him to have all the glory. He has to have that. He's the golden boy. You know, right now, AEW is fostering so much insane talent that I'm like, there's no fucking way they don't take over everything in like five years. You know, like they're just there's so many people on the roster right now that are young and fucking crazy good. One yeah. of the nice things uh, that's sort of the opposite of like, I, I need to see more of these people on screen. Let me see more of the dark or let me see more of the family. Let me see more of, you know, all these people. Uh, you got things, uh, people like, uh, um, uh, oh, God, who's <laughs> who, who is who is MJF's uh, um, Wardlow? Uh, sign, thank you, Wardlow. Like they were uh, talking about Wardlow and I'm like this guy, you know, he's going to be a champion someday. He's huge. Um, and like, they're able to give these guys time. Yeah. This guy has got a great look. He's probably not great in the ring. Yeah. So uh, hopefully like every day, you know, he's training and training so that 
when he finally does like start wrestling Break on the out. regs, yeah. he'll ha- he'll be just he'll be as impressive as uh as his look. Yeah. And yeah, they I can mean, do that because they have so many people. Yeah. 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 I mean, they certainly I think generally they do a great job of figuring out what someone can do now and having them do it until they can do more. Um so well, yeah. So here we go into the ladder match, which Oh my god. This was I mean, this is one of three I mean, there were so many epic matches tonight, but this is one of the last three and they're all huge. No, it, it like if I felt like and, and I, I truly want us to finish, but <laughs> uh, like with all my heart, uh, but like my it felt like my whole world changed several times during this show. So that by this point, when this match was happening, I could hardly re- remember or believe that I thought earlier matches were just the most incredible thing. You know, uh, like that <laughs> also kept happening to me because you think they've pulled out what they can you think they've topped themselves and then this fucking pay-per-view was so bananas that (laughs) everything got better and better which is really hard to say but it did Uh, because how do you do that and they found a way this match uh within this match we had max caster lance archer scorpio sky penta el cero which i was really excited about because i thought he was out still injured Mm -hmm. um we had cody I don't like that he enters from the center entrance. I eh, just looks weird. And then they had Ethan Page, which I was at first. I was like, "Is this the new guy? What a <sighs> what a want want way to announce it!" But it's not the new guy. No, we'll talk about that later. Oh my god! Like uh, the 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 surprise. The people that that they just tossed off on the way to the surprise mm-hmm. like I, I i mean i don't know whatever during the ladder match ethan page is all elite uh by the way uh you know scorpio you know like good lord and talk about sacrificing yourself and being mindful of what of their career someone is giving you just by doing a ladder match yeah. and the, the match we got i mean it was they it was all there so at Can we early just on, oh, go ahead. Real, real quick, uh, talk about uh, uh, Max Caster's uh, rap. Oh my god! It was normally, I, I don't really go in for it, but he's talking about how flatten his chest like Lola Bunny, cancel mm. like Doctor Seuss, blood on my hands like Governor Cuomo. Yeah. Oh my god. This motherfucker is in. doing John Stewart level topical comedy. No, truly, and I am for it. No, yeah. like. A, his rapping is getting better. B, uh, he he torched the land. It was <laughs> like like uh like it like it's not what you would call like amazing MCing in terms of the delivery. But you know, as I learned from my high school like drama teacher, it's all about if you can sell it, and like his selling plus the fact that he was just like you know t- stringing those things together like it was it was very very fun it was it was uh, great cena basically built a career on this it reminded me of my uh, my long lost love uh the genius lanny poffo back in the 80s he would come out wearing a mortar board and, and a graduation robe he would read a poem that was just like s- straight up you know couplets like rhyme 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 and and uh he, he was insufferable and the best, just the best. Um, 
So early in the match, Cody got injured. He had tape on his shoulder uh, because, you know, he had done that shack thing last Wednesday. And so it was like selling the fact that he got injured. But um, he got removed from the match and they were in the tunnel, like the doctor and Aaron and all those people. And it looked like he was crying maybe. Like, but they stayed there. And I was thinking to myself, if he comes back later in this match after everyone else is all beaten up and if he wins, I'll be so fucking mad. <laughs> but anyways, that's a side note. Um, yeah, like that, but it, like that was a thing. And I I get suckered. I let myself be suckered. I should I should know better. I saw him leave and was like, well, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> uh and and when when he came back you're like oh my god he overpowered the medical staff he he, he uh what this is it this is absolutely shocking well, um, yeah so when he came back in i was like I literally wrote down, fuck this. He better not win. We want to see different talent like Penta or Scorpio Sky. So there were several times when Penta was up the ladder and he was the slowest motherfucker getting up the ladder. There were so many times when Penta should have won. And I want him to have all the glory and accolades possible in the world because I love him so much. Um, but he was the slowest. So we had things like, you know, he was getting kicked off the ladder. Jake Roberts came in, clotheslined <laughs> Ethan Page, but Penta kicked Jake Roberts, which is fucking great. Um, but then it was between Cody and Scorpio. Scorpio hit him with a chair. Uh, I mean, there's just slaps back and forth. Finally, Scorpio pushes Cody off the top of the ladder, which I can't stress enough. It's the top of a fucking ladder. It's very <sighs> tall, way taller than your regular ladder. Um, and then Scorpio Sky gets the ring. And they, so like, they did give it to a different talent, and I'm so excited about that. It, I'm excited it, to see this. And and you know, talking of of uh, like you know the the person you think is going to pull it out in the end, changing lots of times. Like mm -hmm. there was a point midway through, or maybe early early on, when I was like, it's 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 Scorpio Sky's match, and then I was just never sure of that again until the the very end. Uh, and he was doing some crazy, at one point he was biting Penta, Penta's head. <laughs> um, and every... you know what? he didn't have Maki Ito eyes. So that, <laughs> that bite was fine. It was fine. But and, not... and, and everybody just took deadly shots. Like some of the, some of the, the, the spots where people were landing on the ladder, or getting speared by a ladder, which is a thing I always love because I'm like, it just seems like the smartest thing you could possibly do is to gr grab a ladder and just stab guys with it until <laughs> there's nobody left to resist you. Um, oh, and I, I got to mention my absolute favorite piece of commentary from this match, which is that they observed that because he's the tallest, uh, Lance Archer has the shortest oh, yeah. distance to go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, but it all, it all and also the ring was clearly a Sonic the Hedgehog ring. Am I wrong? Yeah, it looked exactly like a gold Sonic the Hedgehog <sighs> ring. 
my first note before anything else was like, that is a big, silly looking ring. It's a I very, am, it's a very big a ring. If you had not a Sega a Genesis, then you were into it. So. I was a Nintendo kid, so that's that's the problem. Well, Did you oh, want yeah. like a human finger ring sized ring? It just seemed. Oh my God. Like the, I don't know what it is about the aesthetics of it, but um, I thought they were going to have to like hold on to it somehow, and then it, then people started holding on to it. Like, oh, they have to take that thing off. Yeah, what do you just like carry a briefcase ra- match oh, where they man. have to do the same thing? Right, but you can carry your briefcase around if you carried that ring around. You would be arrested for being a dipshit. Oh my God. <laughs> um, not every jurisdiction has those laws, but I assure you, uh, I think uh, Florida, most of them, most of them, <laughs> most of them have that law. Uh, uh. I it up. It was great. It was never boring. This, no. there was oh, so much oh, physical damage to bodies uh, at a point. I mean, it's just really kind of like mind blowing. You're like, I can't believe these people are fucking doing this to themselves. Yeah, I've seen a lot of these. So like I I am a little jaded, but I still like I will mark them by like the the just the big spots that I haven't seen or that still like I'm like, oh, God, that looks horrifying. Why would you do that yourself? There was a razor's edge onto the ladder with Archer still in it. I'm like, oh, everybody hurts from that. There was a destroyer on the ladder that was laid out um, uh, uh, uh across the apron that I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Archer does this knee um, leaps up and, and takes out Scorpio. Who's on uh, the top turnbuckle. He goes through a ladder and I swear to you, I was like, is that blood all over the ladder? Yeah. Cause I think it broke. And I was like, Oh my Christ. I, I thought Scorpio was out at that point. Yeah. There was a blackout. Archer did a blackout uh, uh, to, I think, Paige onto the ladder that I was like, no, you don't do that to human beings mm. because you they will die. Yeah. Uh, it was but- it was the craziest. Like, we can't even describe it properly because our eyeballs are like, I don't believe what I'm seeing. <laughs> no, like I told you, <laughs> you, di- you didn't see the ladder match. I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. I didn't taste we it. We were not here. Uh, uh, no, yeah, it was. It I, was. Yeah, it was. I'm. I'm sorry. Not. Not. Uh, just. Uh, just phenomenal outside of the OCD in me that was upset that the ladders were different heights. Yeah. You know, fix that. Thumbs up, though. Uh, yeah. 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 Thumbs up. I. I do want to see uh, Scorpio. I. I do like Alan as the uh, TNT champ right now, but I do hope Scorpio takes it at least as a contention for a while. Maybe takes it a few months down the road. I would love because uh, I do think he would be a, a great person in that role. He's uh, he uh, wrestles well with a lot of different styles. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I don't think that Darby is someone who needs, or even maybe maybe he doesn't shouldn't even have it. Like he shouldn't have it in the way that the Fiend probably shouldn't have it. Yeah, because he shouldn't value it. He shouldn't seek it. Um, Honestly, I feel like he's the one giving the rub to the belt. I think he is giving the belt credibility rather than the other way around. Right? You know, that's very interesting, and I think you're right on that. And, and because I, think I don't that, think he does care, really. No, his character. Pro- probably not. And and I think that Scorpio would benefit from it so much. And I especially was convinced of that. Like already physically, he's impressive, mm-hmm. and he's a fucking handsome man, and and all of that. But hearing him talk on yes. commentary the other week, I was like, this guy is going to 
radiate yeah. what he has inside by by virtue of being at the top of something. He's pretty so, well-rounded. Yeah. And, and so with that, he's totally ready to take the spotlight. And yeah, like he for sure could hold that for a while on his way higher up the the card because he could probably one more guy who could probably win the overall title. Now, after this crazy fucking match, we had a contract signing and we finally get to see who the fuck they're signing. Um, I wrote in my notes, I was glad it was short. It was very short. Mm-hmm. To the people who know who this person is, they <laughs> screamed. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a shock and a surprise to everybody, and there was a lot of speculation going around. But it's Christian Cage. Yes, Could, is that uh, exciting uh, to you guys? It it, it is. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's almost more a relief than it is like mm-hmm. a thrill. Good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I think he'll do good work i think he'll be an asset uh he certainly won't be a detriment he's not the worst case scenario and you know there's really not some magical person it might have been anybody it could have been would have either been bad or a disappointment or okay i just don't think there would have been somebody they could get that would be different from that so i think they did the best that that really could have been uh, back in the day when the Hardy Boys uh blew up, they can't they they blew up at the same basically. Uh, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, and Edge and Christian uh created the ladder match in the modern sense. Okay. Uh, it had existed before. Uh, the, uh, there were some great historical uh matches, but like they made it a thing to the point where. Uh, WWE now has a pay-per-view called Tables, Ladders, and Chairs because they like fetishized, um, you know, those th- tables, ladders, and chairs. Edge and Christian, um, all three of them were just amazing, amazing uh, uh, tag teams. Edge and Christian uh, were great. Edge was the one who got the big push because he's bigger, prettier, um, and all that. But like Matt Hardy, Christian was... Um, not quite as charismatic, but worked harder for that mm-hmm. and um, has a, um, a really great grasp of the business and uh, is really creative. And uh, yeah, like his, his motto is great outwork everyone. He always worked harder than everybody else. Um, honestly, the only thing that could made a motto better were if he were gay and out. So it like worked on multiple levels that he was out. Mm-hmm. And also he was working um in the multiple wrestling senses and then everyone just goes yeah everyone okay Um, okay okay but uh all that yes i also wrote in my notes short so i appreciate that yeah because and also it's the first is this has to be the first uh contract signing in the history of wrestling that did involve a fight yeah or or anybody else yeah Yeah. there was nobody else uh it it truly was the best way they could have done it because they they knew goddamn well there was no oxygen to do more so they and and i think it made christian look even better because he didn't come out and try to draw attention to anything he acted like a pro he just you know like i don't know how he stood there and signed and you know he he didn't say a word 
He just came out here. Like here I am. I'm signing. It was me. I'm the guy. So long. Yeah. And he's like, I don't need more than that. I don't want more than that. I'm not going to, I'm not blowing up anyone's spot because I'm secure enough to not do that. That was kind of what I got from it. And I loved it. Yeah. I middled it. Oh, because I was glad it was short. I don't know who this guy is. So my personal excitement wasn't there, but I was like, it's not bad. It's good. It's short that they're not talking. Let's just get it over with. Someday, if the WWE stops being a piece of shit and we re-sign up for the network, uh, we can go through some of those old classic matches. And they, um, even still today, now that they're uh, 20 plus years gone, will still blow your mind because they're that impressive. Yeah, I thumbs I thumbs it up. I just was like, he came out acting like he was the shit. And I was like, I, this guy just told me he's the showed me he's the shit i i I like him if i didn't and i don't have i don't have the connection to his young young days like the way i know christian is he was a staple on the wwe backstage show for the two minutes that it was on fox sports one right Uh, um but like through that i was like i enjoy this guy i like this guy he's a personable person he knows the he knows the the business uh i appreciate his perspectives like that's what i know and he came out and was like i'm gonna be this i don't know i'm gonna be this mature guy it was it was good okay so we're moving into the last two matches of the night and if we haven't over talked the smaller things yet we're (laughs) really gonna over talk (laughs) these two because there's nothing short of brilliant about these two matches so the first one is a street fight with Cage and Starks versus Darby and Sting. Uh, huge OMG, huge. Um, and first, and, and, first and we, we have do... it's, it's all very cinematic. And first we have Darby Allen on a skateboard, and Sting is in his truck, and Darby Allen hit like skates to and hitches a ride. You know how you do that? You hold <laughs> onto the back of the truck. To the location, which is some abandoned building. <sighs> there are people dressed up with the makeup like Sting and Darby. And they're like around the ring, banging on the ring while Darby's in the ring. But then when Darby gets thrown out of the ring, they stop and they're just standing around the ring. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> They have I'm hoods del- on. They have black hoods on. Mm-hmm. I'm delighted that they were called an army of hoodlums. Yeah. It made me giggle. It was fun. It was so bizarre. Like right there, that is, that's like movie quality stuff. It's freaky. It's uh, unanswered. It's intriguing. And to start the match with, you know, just, you know, the f- two guys in the ring and then these motherfuckers on the outside. It was just bananas. But that wasn't the bananas part because mm. then it keeps going. Um, God, it was like an, it was like a, um, I, they, I don't know how mm-hmm. they, it was like they, it was built in a soundstage or something because it was, they had this camera just flying through the air going from one end of the building. Mm. All the way to the other. That was a pretty great shot. Yeah, that <laughs> zoom was like, um, it made me think like, it was like this is going anchor. to be mind bending 
as a segment, like that this is going to be like visually provoking on par with like uh with 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 uh like that mcconaughey space movie or something like that um so i assume you're talking about dazed and confused (laughs) yes that's correct um and and we had already seen some impressive early efforts in you know this genre of the cinematic match um like like true like truly what wwe did was pretty impressive but this was another level a whole other level and, and i read some about how it was coming how it had come together and it was heavily darby his his brainchild like it was it like he had he had been in a film school dropout or something like that <gasps> but uh, but this was this was his thing he made this and you can see how that would be but they it wasn't just like that there was a big idea like they really they executed it and like since we were definitely going to get a sting match they had the good sense to do it in a way that was going to make him and everyone else look as good as they could look with sting doing action and yep. this was all shot in black and white so that adds what? like wouldn't it yeah. I don't no. think no, it. it was. It was. I th- it might have been desaturated. But yeah, was- yeah, it's definitely okay. desaturated. Yeah. Well, it was anyway. So, but we also had, you know, Hobbs show up in this. We had um, <laughs> who else showed up? Who else showed Hawk. up? Teresa. <laughs> fucking whatever. Uh, but 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 this was something that was so great about and and th- this match had multitudes and it's it started off in this place of oh my god what kind of shit have Brian Cage and Ricky Starks gotten themselves into they're here behind these crazo enemy lines like they they're enveloped by whatever this thing is like they're in over their heads and then at a certain point like their guys start showing up mm-hmm. And in this convincing way, the tables get turned. Darby gets thrown through a multi-paned, like, window that was, like, kind of leaning mm-hmm. up against the wall. Like, it had been someplace and then, you know, like, I don't know, when they're moving shit around. <laughs> I don't know. What, like, what am I trying to say? It doesn't matter. Point is, like, he falls through basically just a bunch of glass Mm-hmm. But and you think it can't get worse than that until he gets thrown through an actual window and falls <laughs> like two floors. Uh, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, and 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 for st- for being a filmed match, like in my mind, in my lizard brain, like the effect was not diminished by the knowledge that it was not all happening in front of me you know that it was like well you know they cut it together they did did stunts uh uh this is a short film and but it felt the same to me i i was feeling the same things the greatest compliment that i can pay this thing is that i came in uh a hater um the cinematic matches uh that we've seen so far have been fine but like i have to sort of like readjust my brain each time. They're like, okay, we're going to do this thing. And then there are going to be shots that obviously are, you know, like 
pre-done and everybody had to do a setup and like, let's do it multiple times and bring a stuntman. Or, you know, obviously not that, but like that sort of thing. Um, especially given that sting was there, they're really going to have to cover things up and, and, um, use tricks to make this worthwhile. And then they brought in Taz. Mm. Um, yeah. On commentary. In a way that was really weird that they, you know, like, um, like if Taz were their client, he would know the outcome of this thing since clearly it's already happened. Um, it's not He's happening like right now. Live commentary. Right. On and so the like, fucking oh, the cinematic match. Already my brain is like, this is not, I don't like this. And within, uh, a real short period of time, uh, it was right after some jankiness at the beginning. I'm sorry, but him skateboarding and then catching onto the back of Sting's truck. I, I was like, I okay, mean, I'm, I've got my finger on the eject button. I'm mm. about to get the fuck out of here. Where, where was power of love is the question. <laughs> but a real soon after that, it brought me in. Yes. And that's a hard thing. There are so many things going against it. And it brought me in and I was buying into it and enjoying it and was totally fine with it, you know, like the unreality of it. And they did so many neat things. They did such a good job of doing the things like covering up uh, 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 what Sting can't do. There was never a point where I was like, oh, God, well, Jesus, why is he even in there? Like it all worked. And I was just. Yeah, there was so much good stuff in here that I was just like, it was, it was fantastic. A really long one too. And like at this point is when I have in my notes, this isn't even the final match. This no. feels <laughs> like the, the coup de gras. This feels like, you know, the finale. It's so good. And Starks is selling the fuck out of Sting. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like really. Mm. And, I, and he's so good at that. He's so expressive. Like, and Hobbs a, was a great, great too. Match. I'm glad that they brought him in because, you know, I do want to see more of him just in general. But, um, gosh, you know, just it, it was just so brilliant. It was, there's not enough positive things to say about this. I had thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Ricky Starks at one point starts running from Sting like yeah. he's in a horror film. Yeah. And, Normally, that's ha- that happens occasionally on TV, but it always looks hokey mm-hmm. in this, you know, setting. It totally worked, and Ricky Starks is the perfect person to do it because yes. he's such a good seller. Yes, and he like you buy into it, uh, like he is terrified for his life. I, um, I, it was, you know, like not to oversell it, it but it was a little scary. Like, <laughs> like th- there was, yeah, there was, I mean, there was an amount of genuine like uh terror and horror at moments where that that came across really well you know there uh, wasn't a lot of light so i would imagine even that just like not being it like your eyes having to adjust to the darkness say and someone's beating the fuck out of you like <laughs> that would add to just a level of discomfort and fear the fact that i can't see very well and and but but also like like the 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 mix of what you can and can't discern but also the coherence uh like it, it was like i always had a sense of where it's so simple where are people and what are they doing 
Yeah. Uh, where, yeah, they were separated the whole time. Where Where is the action with Brian Cage at currently and where is it going? Yeah. Where, where in relation to the other stuff with Sting, you know, like g- in general – I was I was following. I was always following. Uh, it was just it was just like that's so critical. It and they was did it. Interesting and important that they had them fighting in two separate areas because then you wouldn't have bought Sting pinning Starks without any like other exactly. assistance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the first time you see the uh, that little weird little bridgey type thing across that big open space, yeah. you know, you're like, okay, well, somebody's going to go through that. How is that going to happen? The way they did that, mm-hmm. the way they got fucking Darby Allen up a flight of stairs by Cage picking up in a vertical suplex and carrying him up was banana pants and, and that's why like you were talking about like the the earlier the other earlier match in which somebody got carried its distance and i was like man brian cage carried a man up a flight of stairs <laughs> uh and cinematic or not that <laughs> was an impressive moment yeah yeah if you saw that in a freaking sylvester stallone movie from the 80s you'd be like well that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Nobody can do that. No, it, it, it was. It was. Oh boy! If it, it, it's it's so it's so incredible that this was the penultimate match. It just was. It just was absolutely top notch. Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been better. And yet, we move into the last match of the night, which is. Oh, I thought the you were Omega. about to be like. And yet, I'm going to thumbs that down. No, oh, no, no. God, no. <laughs> Uh, Omega versus Moxley. Yeah. The exploding oh my God. barbed wire death match. Oh, my and, God. And, you know, some of those rules are three sides of the ring are wrapped in barbed wire, and uh, there are, and any contact with the ropes on those sides triggers explosions. There are triple landmine zones outside the ring. Um, so on the little stage area, uh, there's anything goes, there's no limit. But if the match lasts 30 minutes, then all the explosives will go off, which I'll get to that part because Mm -hmm. that part kind of bugged me. But anyways, um, this was the – and you knew it would be, and yet I still wasn't prepared for how bloody it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why – as I said, I do not know why I knew – that the that the name John Moxley and the words barbed wire <laughs> yeah. like were together, and yeah, like he bled like crazy. He was bathed in blood. It was he was the first to get the barbed wire. He was the first to get the explosion. He got you know powder in his eyes. At one point, he landed on the they had these boards on the floor that were also wrapped in barbed wire and had explosions. And he landed on one of those and his shirt between falling from the ring and getting onto these, this board on the floor, uh, his shirt ripped off. So he's just sitting on this pile of barbed wire shirtless. Mm. His face is bloody and I was like, his back doesn't look bloody when he got up, but you see these raised red bumps where he was mm. punctured. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and he was like having a hard time getting off, getting himself 
out of it because he was stuck in it. And Kenny was also crazy bloody. It just, and Kenny went like face first into some ex- the barbed wire and explosions. I mean, it was like, it was, it was gnarly. It was, it was even by the standards that have been set for us. It was, it was an exceptionally brutal match and, and yet it would feel deceptively reductive to call it a death match to say that it was a match that was trading solely on that brutality because there was more there than that. There was, there was a match without the gimmick uh, that they were, that they were doing for us. Like it was, it was, it was exceptionally impressive. And, and, and I'll say that all the way to, and including the finish I, I loved. And I think that I had a certain, perspective not to say that i knew i knew as much in this instance or in any instance as chan like chan will know very well what previous matches of this kind have been like and more so than me but i just was like i think i know what's gonna be super incredible and what's gonna be probably hokey and and so i loved it i really i really dug it you know and this match there is no um nothing's off limits. So there's a lot of things being used. Every fucking thing has got barbed wire on it. Moxley many times would grab barbed wire, wrap it around his fist to, Oh you know, my God. Or when, around his arm to do yeah, a bulldog. Yeah. When, when he did that, like that is, that was, that was amazing. It was but pretty amazing. Part of what is not uh, something that would disqualify Gallows and Anderson ran out and I immediately mm. wrote, I hate this. <laughs> um, they gave Kenny an exploding barbed wire bat. Now that, I, now that I did love. That was cool. I did like the bat, but I hated them. I hated that they were involved. Um, uh, I, I called it uh, a Kablooeyville slugger. Okay. That's a good one. Nice. That's a really good one. That's uh, Looney Tunes yeah. worthy. Letting that sink in. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> um, that's definitely something that would arrive in an Acme uh, wooden crate. Yes. <laughs> For Coyote. So, you know, Omega did win, which I think I sort of expected, but I wasn't totally sure. Um, because I was like, he's already elevated this in such a weird way and crazy way that, um, they're not going to let him lose the belt right now. But, um, Gallows and Anderson started beating up Moxley, um, and they shoot the ref away and then handcuffed Moxley and they kept beating him up. I really hated the visual of that. Kenny dug barbed wire into Mox's head, hit him in the stomach with a barbed wire bat. I mean, he was just getting the fuck kicked out of him. Then um, everybody else leaves the ring because we're getting down to 30 minutes when everything's going to explode. Yeah. Right? And, and, and the, the, like it, 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 it mustn't be glossed over the surreality of, the hyperbole of them talking about like, Oh, you know, these guys probably have on their mind. The fact that uh, the ring is going to explode in 15 minutes. 
Like, yeah, that's probably a factor mentally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And like, so everybody leaves, but they don't take Moxley out. So then Eddie Kingston runs out and he's trying to lift up Mox and get him out, but he couldn't. So he just like kind of duck and covers Moxley's head. He jumps on the grenade. You no, I, and this was like, and like I, I snap tweeted, Eddie Kingston is a goddamn hero. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was really sweet and cute and just lovely. Uh, All the things that you naturally think of when you think of Eddie Kingston. I mean, and mm. I, I love him so much. <laughs> you know, you know, it, it, it just goes to the heart of what he is that like for the clashes that he has with a person he like that. He has a lot of respect. He, it, 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 it's, it, yeah, that the respect and the love is the, the, is the impetus of it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, and so that moment worked crazy hard for me. But what I didn't like was that (laughs) the explosion was just sparklers out of the four posts of the ring. Uh, That's what we in the business call a botch. Yeah. Yeah. And it is the reason why death matches frequently fall on their face. Because when explosions, because these are dangerous things and are very delicate and require a lot of uh, teching, frequently go wrong. Uh, that wasn't how it was supposed to go. It was yeah. supposed to be a big, huge boom. And so you could sell that uh, um, uh, Eddie was like, you know, like kill, tried almost killed himself to save his friend. Yeah, because he had to then pretend like he was knocked out. By the way, Calder, are you crunching on something? Yes, I'm sorry. I was I was bi- I was biting into a carrot, and I was okay. I was stop. Jesus, yeah. what is this maybe Looney Tunes bullshit aside. that's happening? All the- maybe set it aside until we're done recording. I don't know something crazy like that. Um, you know, <laughs> like we're doing an audio recording. I was like, bro, I'm just gonna bust out some celery just real quick. No bigs. <laughs> sorry, I'm Look, just teasing. I'm just mistakes teasing. are being made. <laughs> I'm just now teasing you it know. because that's one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so I was kind of bummed that he had to pretend to be knocked out by the explosion. Will this make it better? After the match, after the cameras had gone off, Moxley got on the mic and to the uh, audience that was still there live said, Kenny Omega may be a tough son of a bitch, but he can't make an exploding ring worth a shit. Mm. That's yeah. brilliant, and I think yeah. like that there there was definitely that strain of the the conversation going on the the idea that you know you could at least plausibly claim well for one reason or another that was what was supposed to happen they fucked it up uh, in character or one thing or another happened like like they didn't intend for that to kill him they wanted to scare him or something like that which is plausible i guess uh you know (laughs) uh what i wonder is like when eddie was huddled up by moxley's head if they were both like did that shit not go off god damn it (laughs) (laughs) 100 kind of laugh to each other (laughs) it's a bummer because like the whole the whole pay-per-view ends up getting reduced to that moment which sucks I mean, I don't think so. We just spent, we're not even done yet. And we've still gone 
longer than we've ever done a show. Well, no, yeah. I mean, for yeah, like, I mean, watching it and knowing what the show was, you know, but the headline is gonna be what a lot of people know and the headline is gonna be explosion doesn't happen and that that sucks to me even though it didn't even affect that match for me um like i was basking in the beauty of this sacrifice that eddie kingston and 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 it's a bummer that part of the experience for anyone is about that that's yeah. what I thought. I, I, it was a bummer. I really wanted to see something crazy, even though everything I'd seen had already been like crazier than I thought that it could be. Um, but you know, all. Oh, sorry, I bumped my mic. So all in oh, all, now who's <laughs> biting on something? So, but all in all, it was fantastic, and I love that they added the whole Kingston coming to save him bit because I just think it's so cute. And I, I like, I look forward to a promo that is like them, ha- like hashing out what's just happened between them because that should be entertaining. And like, it makes sense for Eddie because you know Eddie's all about family and he loves people like family. He talks like that all the time. He even calls his faction the family. And you know, families fight. Families get mad at each other. They stop talking to each other for a while, but like, it doesn't mean they don't love each other. In fact, it could mean they love each other even more, but, um, Teresa, are you admitting now that you have had exploding barbed wire death uh, matches with your brother <laughs> after a particularly wishes. egregious Thanksgiving he fucking wishes? You know how many times he'd be like, Hey, uh, like wrestling and be like, I want to show you these moves. But he's like, here, come here. Let me show you how to do this. But he's basically just, you know, manhandling and beating me up. <laughs> you know, it's just because I'm this little kid. <laughs> like, I'm just going along with it. And um, it's not fun Your for time. me. I'm not learning what you think I'm learning here, dude. <laughs> Your time for vengeance is nigh. <laughs> Let me show you what I learned. Come here. I got a. I got a. Don't worry about this. It's a bat. Is that a barbed wire? Maybe or maybe not. What is? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it'll explode in your face. I'm sorry, but that's. It's, this is a move I just want to show you. It's a very big brother thing to do. <laughs> and I'm sure he wishes he had access to such things, but you know, whatever. I, we did what we could and did enough damage just on our own. <laughs> yeah, well, I, and I think this match did adequate damage as well. Absolutely. Uh, like, honestly, if the price, if 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 if, if the ham, if the the failure of the explosions at the end is the price of the sheer delight of the notion of uh, Don Callis and Kenny Omega building as as they said a a john boxley elimination chamber extinction i believe was the word used i mean that is like the, a price should be paid for that and it's worth it yeah the it got a thumbs up and if this entire show isn't a must watch i don't know what is uh oh yeah i haven't even done the math yet uh Here's the thing. I don't, I don't think there is any math to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, I 
middle thumbed this match just because uh even though Mick Foley is one of my is my favorite wrestler of all time and he sort of built his reputation on these mythical you know barbed wire death matches in the 90s in Japan uh that was never the part of it that appealed to me the whole concept in general barbed wire is not my favorite thing and when it happens it's fine um when it happens in this case, you know, it is what it is. The fake barbed wire at the end, the gimmick stuff with the, uh, um, the Kablooieville slugger, you know, <laughs> kind of takes away from the, uh, um, you know, the, the actual real damage and danger that, uh, the actual barbed wire in the match does. And so it all kind of gets a little WWE for my tastes, uh, just in general, like, yeah, death matches are not really my thing. Uh, they did a fine job of it. So, you know, it's not like I'm going to be like, fuck this thing. But um, uh, this thing itself is not the, you know, not, not the be all end all as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think um, to, to, to go the, the extra, like, I appreciate the ambition of being like, I want, we want to go further, like exploding barbed wire. I'm like, well, I I do appreciate that. I appreciate the the the, the willingness to dare. Uh, but if they had if they hadn't have done that, if it had been a pure match in the middle of the ring, I think that they would have been absolutely, you know, like breathtaking and compelling anyway. So, like in that sense, to dress up uh, like a great steak is unnecessary and maybe a distraction. But still, I enjoyed it. Hmm. So uh, it's an 88%. Obviously, 88. it's a must-watch. Yeah. No question. There's so much good stuff in this. Uh, in fact, I mean, if anything, I think the fact that it was so long and so full of uh, uh, quality stuff front to back, that it it gets to be kind of a chore to uh, to make it through. Yeah. Um, and and I, that kind of hurts it. And I think that if you really weighted the 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 thumbs per minute, like a high percentage of non thumbs ups, like probably were concentrated in like ninety seconds of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> like yeah, we're giving thumbs That's... down to you know real short uh, talking segments. Exactly. Um, and I mean, it's just... four hours and it's solid. So if you do buy this pay per view. You know, you don't have to watch it in one sitting like we did. You could like don't be a dumbass. Take no, a, no. A two hours, you know, here and two hours there. Um, just whenever you're able and feel like watching something really good, because there's not a single minute of it that you're going to be like, oh, I wish I had wasted my time on this one, you know. And um, it, no, were were we going to parties? There wouldn't be, there wouldn't have been any chat with your friends matches. It's and it it was right. so it escalated so much that wherever you stop and pause to then come back to it later, it's gonna feel like hey, I went out on a good note, and it's like I don't know, I don't even whatever. Well, here's the thing: everything um, was like a closer, you know. Pre-show match, uh, um unanimous thumbs up from us um uh, jericho young bucks unanimous thumbs up uh tag battle royal unanimous thumbs up uh mizunami shida uh all thumbs up uh miro and sabian versus uh orange cassidy and chuck taylor 
uh, couple of middles, you, you downers. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it was it was a victim was of the bad. show's success, and that's exactly yeah. Uh, Page versus Hardy, uh, unanimous thumbs up. Brass ring match, unanimous thumbs up. Uh, uh, the cinematic match, Cajun Starks, uh, Allen and Sting, uh, unanimous thumbs up. Uh, Omega Mox death match. Uh, two th- two thumbs up and one in the middle. So it is almost across the board. Uh, nothing but net. Yeah, yeah. like there were th- there were three thumbs. middles for three anything middles. that was an actual match, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty I mean much. that's pretty. It's they they it was a near flawless show, and I think in general they've had they've had pay per views that were kind of 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 the right length, and this was a, a longer one. I'm trying to remember if if any were quite as long as this, but it was truly it 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 earned it, and I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. And as a long time WWE Network subscriber, I mean, I still feel like it's an amazing value. I just don't want to give money to monsters. Um, that's 10 bucks a month, 120 bucks a year. Um, it's 200 bucks for, uh, uh, for pay-per-views from AEW. And that is well worth the money. Yeah. uh, 50 bucks feels like a lot when you're used to paying 10 bucks for, you know, like this, you know, pay-per-views all up, up up the butthole, but you know, this is, this feels special and worth it. Yeah. Yeah, Like to to do four uh, versus doing, like 12, 13. 13 i don't even some months have two over that there. doesn't even include nxts so you know and, and saudi arabia's yeah um yeah like um this feels like the formula this seems like the way it to gives do them it. time to build awesome shit like they did with you know starks and cage and darby and sting you know it gives them the time if they had more if they did this more often then, you know, they wouldn't have the time to film certain things or create certain relationships or, you know, tensions. Um, and the fact that they put so much into this pay-per-view where you truly did get every single cent worth. Um, and I'm not even sure there was like so much unusual hype of what they were doing. No, it was like, just really good. You know what I mean? Like there, there, like there were like, like the, like the WWE WrestleMania, like lots of hype happened and it's WrestleMania, but this just was a show that they did. I mean, they did, I feel a decent amount of hyping, but it was mostly that they give you a good show every week. And, you know, they have a good amount of build with their stories every week. And so you're genuinely curious what the fuck's going to happen. Like you have to see this and they already front load it with a, you know, you know, barbed wire match and the match with sting and team Taz and stuff where you're just curious in general to see those two things. If you don't give a shit, otherwise you're at least curious. And then to add in all this other shit that, you know, could also have been possibly on a Wednesday, but does suit the time frame and everything else for a pay-per-view. God, I mean, it was, it was great. It was really great. 
Yeah, it was um I I I wouldn't be sorry if that was anybody's first or 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 sole experience like it was like the I I don't know what you would really take back about about how they how they played it. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So that's it. We'll see you Wednesday. Um hope you're doing well. Yeah. Um hope this uh the the Two hour uh, uh, 15K you just ran. Uh, we filled the time <laughs> adequately. I want to I want to observe that we're skating in well under the two hour mark. Well, just just well skating. under. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Uh, uh, nope. It's not working. See you Wednesday.